What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Red Zone with Garrett podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Garrett Riendo, and the NFL season's moving right along. Uh, you know, we're already in week six. There's been a few bumps in the road with COVID, but you know what? That's to be expected. Um, overall, I think the NFL's handling it all pretty well. So let's go ahead and look at my week five recap. Uh, last week, I went 10-4 and four straight up, so another good week in that category. Um, I did struggle a little bit last week, had my worst week of the year so far in against the spread, only went 6-8. and eight. Uh, Overall, I'm 53-23-1 straight up and 45-31-1 against the spread. So overall records are still doing really well, hoping to continue uh, my hot streak with the straight up picks and bounce back with my against the spread picks. Um, let's go ahead and look at my week five winner and loser. Uh, winner has to be Alex Smith. Um I mean, two years out of the game, over 20 leg surgeries, all the rehab he had to put in. You know, really happy for that guy. Um, Gets in when Kyle Allen goes down. Obviously, you never want to see a player get injured. But, you know, really cool to see Alex Smith get in there. Um, Didn't really light up the scoreboard. Didn't light up with stats or anything like that. Didn't even win the game. But, I mean, you know, just the fact that he got in, um, I really think that already locks up the comeback player of the year. So, Uh, week five loser. Has to be the Chargers. Um, I felt like I could have won a few different ways this week uh, with this one, but you know the Chargers just continued to find different ways to lose. Doesn't matter what year, doesn't matter the quarterback, doesn't matter who they're playing. You know, it just seems like every week they, uh, you know, they just put their fans through misery. So, all right. With all that being said, let's go ahead and move on to Week Six. All right, so there was no Thursday game this week. Um, as many of you know, that was supposed to be the Bills hosting the Chiefs. Um, because they did not want the Chiefs playing three games in a matter of 10 days, which is a little insane, uh, they moved the game back to Monday, and I believe that game will be played in the early afternoon. So the first game we have um, on the books this week, starting Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time, uh, we have the Chicago Bears playing the Panthers. Panthers are host in this game, and they are one-point favorites. Uh, the Bears won last week 20-19 against the Bucks, and the Panthers won 23-16 against the Falcons. Uh, Bears defensive line really came to play in that game against the Bucks, especially Cleo Mack. Um, pretty much harassed Brady all night long. Um, and, you know, the offense, they did just enough to win that game, and they didn't, more importantly, they didn't lose that game for that team, so... Uh, that's going to be the key to their success, and that's really just how they have to play, and hopefully they, for their sake, they just keep coming out with victories. Uh, the Panthers, um, they're playing really well. You know, they lost their first two games. We're still figuring things out. Um, they lose Christian McCaffrey, their best player, maybe one of the best players in football, and, you know, all of a sudden they ha- they're they on a three-game win streak. I personally think, um, you know, Definitely the play of Teddy Bridgewater, but really the play of their defense has improved. Um, Really young group. The first two games, they gave up 34 and 31, and they lost those two games. Last three weeks, they've won all those games, and no no coincidence, they've been a lot better. Only gave up 21, 21, and 16. So, um, you know, their defense continues to play well. They're going to be in every game. Uh, In this matchup, what I'm looking for is the can the Bears get home on Bridgewater? Uh, Bridgewater was, has not been sacked the last two games. No surprise. They've won both of those games. Um, and the bears, like I said, the bears defensive line really came to play. So if, you know, they can get him to the ground and make it difficult for him, maybe force a couple turnovers, then they're really going to have a good chance to win this game. Uh, bears offense, really, you guys just don't do too much. Um, you know, 
when you don't have the quarterback to do it, it uh, doesn't matter what quarterback you throw in, um, really don't have the pieces around him besides maybe Allen Robinson's. But yeah, uh, really just don't try to keep it simple, don't have any turnovers, and take advantage of what the defense gives you. Uh, my prediction in this game is I have the Panthers winning in a tight one, 23-20, and covering the spread. Next up, we have the Detroit Lions traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Lions are three and a half point favorites. Um, they had a bye last week, so they did not play, and the Jaguars lost 30-14 to against the Texans. When I look at this Detroit team, you know, they've been competitive in all games besides the Packers game. Um, and even in that game, you know, they jumped out to a 14-0 point lead. You know, the first quarters have been great for them. They just, you know, the, lot, the next three quarters are what they've had issues with. So um, the Jaguars, after playing well the first two games, you know, they've come back to earth a little bit. Uh, you know, they lack talent on both sides of the ball. And I really think this is the team that we all expected them to be at the beginning of the year. So... Uh, when I look at this game, kind of what I'm expecting is the Lions to jump out to an early lead again. And when they do, they you know, they need to keep their foot on the pedal and they need to continue to execute. Like I said, they've probably been the best first quarter team this year. Um, but then when it comes to quarters two through four, they just have not played well. Um, and then when it comes to the Jaguars, uh, it's as simple as this. They need some Minshew mania. When he plays really well, uh, he gives that team a chance to win. And you can see that offense, you know, putting up nearly 30 points a game and that's exactly what they're going to have to do in this game to have a chance that defense is not good uh, I don't see them slowing down Stafford at all and you know like I said they're going to have to put up at least 30 points to have a chance in this game so when it's all said and done um, I do have the Lions winning 34 to 29 and covering the spread next up we have the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings Vikings are four point home favorites in this one Falcons lost 23 to 16 last week against the Panthers and the Vikings lost 27 to 26 against the Seahawks. Uh, the Falcons loss resulted in firings of the coach and the GM. Not really a surprise here. Um, you know, it's been bad ever since I lost the Super Bowl. Um, I don't think the players ever truly recovered from that. And you know, that's just how this game works. Uh, in that game, the defense actually played relatively well. The offense was the one that was uh, not playing well. Um, and, you know, it's been past few weeks where the Falcons offense has, you know, been underwhelming. You know, they need to play a lot better for this team to have a chance to win, especially with all the talent they have on that side of the football. And, you know, they're just not getting the job done. Uh, looking at the Vikings, you know, they fell apart in that last quarter, actually pretty much in the second half against Seattle. Um, but they do look more like the team I expected from the beginning of the season. Defense is really coming around finally, and they, you know, they generated a pass rush on uh, Wilson, you know, for the first half, you know, held him to zero points. Wilson looked human, and that's really the defense we need to see uh, going on the rest of the season. And, you know, the offense was okay. Um, I think they kind of slowed down a little bit when Dalvin Cook went out of that game. Not sure if he's going to play this week, but, you know, Alexander Madison, the backup running back, he had a really good game, 120 yards on the ground, so... Um, yeah, you know, I believe they just lost to a good football team. When looking for in this game, I want to see how the Falcons respond after firing their coach. Uh, the Texans did it last week and, you know, they bounced back with a victory, played a lot more inspiring football. So it'll be interesting to see if the Falcons can do the same. And then as far as the uh, Vikings go, I want to, you know, I want to see if Dalvin Cook's playing. Um, like I said, Madison had a really good game last week. He's kind of like a lesser version of Dalvin Cook so definitely a very capable running back 
And then which Kirk Cousins shows up? Um, are we going to see, you know, the top five, top ten quarterback that he can be? Or are we going to see the uh, bottom of the league quarterback, which, you know, he's shown at times in his career? Um, so with all that being said, I do have the Vikings winning this game 31-23, to and I have them covering the spread. Next up, we have the Houston Texans traveling to Tennessee to take on the undefeated Titans. Titans are three and a half point home favorites in this one. Texans won their first game last week, 30 to 14 against the Jaguars, and the Titans won 42 to 16 against the Bills. Uh, like I said, Texans won their first game. You know, they have talent. I think really they just needed to get rid of that cancer, Bill O'Brien. Um, you know, he was just a bad egg in that locker room and that organization, made a lot of bad decisions. Um, I mentioned it last week, you know, they don't have first or second round picks for the next two years, trading away their best, arguably their best player uh, this offseason. So, yeah, I think they just needed to get rid of it and, you know, just start having a little bit of fun. I mean, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play this game, so you should be having fun. Um, The Titans, they were very impressive last week. Uh, I expected them to be rusty. I mean, they would only had one practice in the last couple weeks. And, you know, they look fresh. They absolutely dominated the Bills. Uh, the Bills, you know, very good team, kept it close early. But ultimately, you know, the Titans showed that they're their better team. And Tannehill was uh, really impressive. Um, you know, they haven't really gotten the running game going yet this year, except for um, their last game against the Vikings. But, you know, I mean, Henry still had two touchdowns this week, so he was effective when he needed to be. They'll definitely they'll definitely get that going eventually. Um, but for now, you know, Tannehill's playing really good football, and the defense is playing really well as well. So in this game, I'm looking for you know, to be a close game. It's a division rival, so you know that teams know each other very well. Um, one of the questions I have going into this game is how is the Texans' defense going to slow down Tannehill? Um, Tannehill's been on a roll, been one of the best quarterbacks so far this year. And, you know, the Texans defense, they played well last week, but it was against the Jaguars, you know. I mean, they have the Texans haven't played very well on that side of the ball this year, so it'll be interesting to see what they can do to slow down Tannehill in that offense. Uh, I do expect Watson to make some plays. He'll keep the game close for the most part. Um, but in the end, I do have the Titans winning 33-26 to and covering the spread. All right, moving right along, we have the Washington football team traveling to New York to take on the Giants. Giants are three-point home favorites in this one. Washington lost 30-10 to last week against the Rams, and the Giants lost 37-34 to against the Cowboys. Uh, the, you know, Washington's lack of talent at QB is just, you know, it's a major issue. You know, their only chance of winning a game is really if the defense dominates, as we saw in week one, um, especially the defensive line. You know, they had seven, eight sacks in that game. And really, I mean, they, they need to get near that just to have a chance of winning any game. Uh, Giants, you know, they really competitive for the second week in a row. Um, like I said, it's tough for them without Barkley, but you know, they, they just fell apart in the last few minutes of that game and you know, they're, they're getting closer to their first win. Um, I think they actually do have a really good chance of winning this week. And then Daniel Jones, you know, he's, he continues to be up and down. Um, I need to see more consistency from him and you know, he's got to avoid turning the ball over. Had one big uh, turnover this week against the Cowboys that resulted in a touchdown on that play. And, you know, that that really shifted the momentum in that game. So the keys in this game, very simple. It's the Washington uh, defensive line versus the Giants offensive line. Washington defensive line is the strength. Uh, Giants offensive line is a weakness. Uh, I do think the Giants offensive line has been playing better as of late, um, but definitely a good test uh, this week for them. 
And ultimately, whoever wins this matchup is going to win the game. So, my prediction for this game is the Giants. I have them winning their first game of the year, 24-20 to at home and covering the spread. Next up, we have the 4-1 Cleveland Browns traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the undefeated Steelers. Steelers are four-point home favorites in this one. Browns won 32-23 last week against the Colts, and the Steelers won 38-29 against the Eagles. The Browns, you know, they showed me that they're the real deal. I said last week, you know, I wanted to see them beat a good football team, and that's exactly what the Colts are. Um, I see the defense trending upwards, uh, something you want to continue to see going forward. Baker Mayfield, you know, uh, he didn't have the greatest of games, had a couple interceptions, and, you know, the offense in general, they couldn't get the run game going, but, you know, the Colts are the best run defense in the league. Um, but as far as Mayfield goes, despite the interceptions, um, he, you know, he didn't collapse. I think the old Baker Mayfield would have um, thrown those couple interceptions and kind of got down on himself, but he's definitely showing some mental toughness. Uh, the Steelers, um, what I saw from them is, you know, their offense is really starting to gel. I think uh, Ben Roethlisberger is back to his old self, and he's got his weapons back. So um, as far as their defense goes, you know, it's still a good defense, but they're not playing to the level of last year. Um, I'm not sure if it's because, you know, they're not as reliant on the defense as they were last year. Uh, Something that definitely to keep an eye out for, because come, you know, December and January, that defense needs to be a factor. So what I'm looking for in this game is, you know, the Steelers are very similar to the Colts. Um, You know, both got good defenses, and I think the Browns were able to pull out that win last week because the Colts offense has not been hitting on all cylinders this season. The Steelers are a different monster. Um, Like I said, the Steelers offense is really playing well right now. They're starting to get into their own, and I think that's the difference in this game. So I have the Steelers winning a close one, 31-24, and covering the spread. Next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Ravens are eight-point road favorites in this one. They won 27-3 last week against the Bengals, and the Eagles lost 38-29 against the Steelers. When I look at this Baltimore Ravens team, you know, the defense is playing really well. Uh, A few weeks ago against the Chiefs when they got absolutely manhandled. Um, The defense did not play well. Nobody played well in that game for them. Um, But after that, they've definitely responded. As far as the offense goes, you know, I still haven't really seen much from them. They can go through the motions all they want and kind of just sleepwalk and beat these easier teams. But when it comes to, you know, November, December, and January, they're obviously, they're going to have to start playing a lot better football. Uh, The Eagles, you know, they've been a lot more competitive the last two weeks, you know, beating the Niners a couple weeks ago and then uh, taking the Steelers down to the wire last week. But when I look at this team, they need to play complementary football. It seems like one week the Eagles offense plays really well, but the defense doesn't. And then the next week the defense plays really well, but the offense doesn't. So, you know, get on the same page and play good football on both sides of the football. So what I'm expecting in this game is I could see the Eagles jumping out to an early lead. Um, I could see Carl Wentz, you know, making a couple plays early, um, maybe catch the Ravens sleeping a little bit. Um, But, you know, ultimately, I think the Ravens um, are just too good of a football team. I do think this is the week the offense will finally come to play. And I think that's going to result in a Ravens win. Um, I got them winning 34 to 24 and covering the spread. Next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. The Colts are eight-point home favorites in this one. Bengals lost 27-3 against the Ravens, and the Colts lost 32-23 against the Browns. 
Uh, so one week after his first win, Joe Burrow was introduced to the Ravens rivalry. And quite honestly, it was a rude awakening for the kid. You know, not really his fault. Uh, the Bengals are not anywhere near on the Ravens talent level. Going to take a couple years at least before they do get near that level. And, you know, I wouldn't be uh, concerned about Joe Burrow right now. Like I said, it was a good learning experience. He's still going to be a good quarterback in this league. Uh, it was just one bad game. Just move on from it. The Colts, um, I would be a little concerned about them right now. Um, they do not look good on offense at all. Uh, Phillip Rivers looks washed, kind of like he did last year. I feel like he's trying to do too much. Uh, he must think he's like still on the Chargers or something because in the, when they were on the Chargers or when he was on the Chargers, felt like he was always behind. He felt like he always needed to throw the ball deep, uh, get his team back in games. I think he just got used to that. Um, you're on a better team now. A uh, team with a really good defense, team that uh, defense is going to keep you in games. Um, but unfortunately, he's not playing very good football right now. And teams are going to continue to load the box. They're going to take away the run game, and they're going to make Rivers beat them. And until Rivers, he proves that he can, that's what he's going to see. Uh, so in this game, what I'm expecting is uh, Burrow's going to see another good defense, much like he saw last week. And hopefully he learned something from last week, and he can improve on it. As far as uh, Rivers goes, you know, I think this is a good week for him to gain some confidence. The Bengals are not a good defense. Uh, so, yeah, Rivers definitely needs to get something going. Uh, prediction. Colts, I have winning this game 30-17 to and covering the spread at home. Next up, we have the Denver Broncos traveling to New England to take on the Patriots. Patriots are 9.5-point home favorites in this one. Uh, this game was supposed to play be played last Sunday and then Monday, and then got postponed to this week due to COVID concerns. Uh, the Broncos won 37-28 in their last game against the Jets, and the Patriots lost 26-10 against the Chiefs. Um, nothing really stood out to me in that Broncos uh, win against the Jets. You know, the Jets are just a bad team, and everybody's really beating them. So, I mean, nothing impressive in that game. Uh, the Patriots, they had a really good chance to win that game, even without Cam. Uh, the defense played really well, and the game was really close until... Um, uh, you know, fourth quarter pick six by the Chiefs. And honestly, it was a well-thrown ball. It just bounced off Edelman's hands and, you know, right into the defender's hands. So nothing the quarterback could have done about that. Um, but yeah, no, the Patriots lost that game, but nothing to be concerned about. Good thing about the game uh, getting postponed is that we're both, we're going to see both starting quarterbacks get back in the lineup. Uh, Drew Locke for the Broncos and Cam Newton for the Patriots. Um, I do think that benefits the Patriots more than the Broncos. Cam Newton's been playing really well this year. Um, I think they'll get back to their strong running game. And, you know, the defense is going to continue to dominate like it has most of the year. Uh, the Broncos, I think they're going to struggle to move the ball. Drew Locke uh, is going to be a little bit rusty. I'm not sure if he's 100%. And, you know, he wasn't really playing all that well before he got injured. So um, I do have the Patriots winning this game 30-17 to at home and covering the spread. All right, to kick off our afternoon games, we have the New York Jets traveling to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Dolphins are 9.5-point home favorites in this one. Jets lost 30-10 to against the Cardinals, and the Dolphins won 43-17 to against the 49ers. Uh, the, to the Jets, you know, it's just they're struggling in all three phases of the game. Honestly, I think it's just a matter of time before Gaze gets fired. Uh, you know, they lost Le'Veon Bell, and it just seems like, you know, they continuously trade away or release their best players and um you know i think much like bill o'brien with the texans i think gaze is just a cancer in that jets organization 
um, and he needs to go. And I don't think they're going to get any better until he is gone. Uh, as far as the Dolphins go, Fitzpatrick's playing at a very high level. Um, I said it last week, he's doing a good job of you know holding down the fort until Tua is um, NFL ready. And honestly, it might not even be this year the way Fitzpatrick is playing. Why not let the kid, you know, sit behind this guy, let him learn the offense, and then come around next year? Uh, he'll be ready to go. And as far as their defense go, they've been playing better every week. Um, they're keeping their team in football games, and they looked really dominant last week against the Niners. So in this game, uh, you know, at this point, it's really hard uh, not to bet against the Jets, like, you know, until they prove me wrong. Um I would recommend that to all bettors. Uh, just keep betting against the Jets. Um, you know, you're probably going to win some money. Uh, Joe Flacco starting again. I said last week repeatedly that uh, Sam Darnold gives them the best chance to win, even if it's not a great chance. And, you know, the Dolphins should dominate as long as they don't look past the Jets. Just keep it rolling. Uh, so my prediction for this game is the Dolphins win 34-20 to and they cover the spread. Next up, we have the Green Bay Packers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Green Bay is one-and-a-half-point road favorites in this one. Packers had a bye week last week, so they did not play, and the Buccaneers lost 20-19 to against the Bears. When I look at this Green Bay football team, they are undefeated. Uh, they've looked good on both sides of the football. Aaron Rodgers looks like an MVP candidate. The one knock I do have on this team, though, is, you know, they have not played a very tough schedule. Um, yes, they did beat the Saints in New Orleans, which is always a good accomplishment. Um, but this is not the same Saints team we've seen in the past. So I think uh, this Bucks matchup this week is going to be a good test for this Packers team. As far as the Bucks go, um, coming off a little bit of a letdown game against the Bears. Um, you know, it's not horrible. You know, they did lose to a team that's now 4-1. and one. Uh, the biggest issue I have with the Bucks right now is health. Um, in order to be a legitimate threat in this league, they need to have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on the field at the same time. They do that, uh, teams are going to have a very difficult time stopping that offense. So what I'm looking for in this game um, has a lot of potential. Um, but for it to live up to the hype, I feel like uh, Devontae Adams for the Green Bay Packers, who is going to play this week, needs to be on the field, and uh, like I said, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, they need to be on the field as well for the Buccaneers. If this is the case, uh, I can definitely see this game turning into a shootout. Um, the difference I have in this game is the Packers' defensive line. Uh, they've been really good all year, uh, led by Zadarius Smith, who has five sacks on the year. I expect them to do the same thing that the Bears were able to do to Brady last week, and that's get to him, get him on the ground, and make him uncomfortable. Uh, prediction for this game, I have the Packers winning 34-30 to on the road and covering the spread. Next up, we have the LA Rams traveling to Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers. The Rams are 3.5-point favorites in this one. Rams won 30-10 to last week against Washington, and the 49ers lost 43-17 to against the Dolphins. Yes, the Rams are 4-1 this year, but all their wins have come against the NFC East. Um, I think we're going to get a better idea of how good this team actually is in the next few weeks with a tougher schedule. They did look good last week in their win against Washington, which is something that I was looking for, um, You know, especially after a poor performance against the Giants. Even though they did win the game, they did not look good, only in a 17-9 victory. The 49ers, uh, they have a real issue at the quarterback position right now. Um, the good news was that they did get Jimmy Garoppolo back last week. The bad news was that he did not play well. Uh, not really sure if it was just one of those Garoppolo games where he struggled 
or uh, if he was not 100%. Either way, with a depleted defense due to injury, the offense really needs to step up and start putting up a lot more points. Um, they need to dominate time of possession to keep that defense off the field, and really that's just their best chance to win games right now. In this game, I expect Jim Lee Garoppolo to play a lot better, um, he, and the reason I believe so is he's shown it in the past. He's had bad games, and he's shown the ability to play a lot better in the following game. And I think the Niners team as a whole is going to play a lot better this week, and I think it's because their season's already in jeopardy. You know, they're only 2-3, and three, but they have a really tough stretch of their schedule coming up, and it's... Almost a must-win game for him. I'd hate to say that this early in the season, but it's kind of getting into the, to that point. Um, the Rams, I need to see which L.A. team shows up. Um, is it going to be the team that barely squeaked out a victory against the Cowboys and the Giants? Or is it going to be the team that absolutely dominated against Washington and the Eagles? And I really think that's the key factor in this game. It's got a division game. It's going to be close, but ultimately I have the Rams winning 33-27 to and covering on the road. For the third time this season, we have a Monday night doubleheader. Uh, this game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills, of course, was supposed to be played uh, this past Thursday night, but they pushed it back to Monday night because they didn't want the Chiefs playing three times in a matter of 10 days. So the Chiefs are four and a half point favorites in this one. They lost 40 to 32 against the Raiders last week, and the Bills lost 42 to 16 against the Titans. When I look at this Chiefs team, you know, other than the Texans and the Ravens game, they have not looked focused this year. Um, you know, I think they're kind of just have that mindset that they can cruise past certain teams. And, you know, that lack of focus was going to catch up to them eventually, and it did last week. You know, not taking anything against the away from the Raiders, but, you know, um, the Chiefs did not bring their A game, and it cost them. The Bills, uh, they just thoroughly got outplayed by the Titans. Um, Allen had a rough day at the office. The defense couldn't get off the field. Um, I still think the Bills are one of the better teams in the AFC. They just had a bad day. Um, so when I look at this game, I expect both teams to come back with a strong performance. Um, I expect Mahomes to play a lot better. I expect Allen to play a lot better. Um, the Buffalo, it's definitely a tough place to play, even with the lack of fans. Um, but, you know, the Chiefs, when they're focused, they're the best team in football, and it's not even close. Um, I expect them to come out and play a really good game. It's going to be on national television. Everybody's going to be watching, and that's usually when they're at their best. So um, I do have this game being close, but I do have the Chiefs winning 38-33 to and covering the spread. In our second game of the Monday night doubleheader, we have the Arizona Cardinals traveling to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Cardinals are one-and-a-half-point road favorites in this game. They won 30-10 to last week against the Jets, and the Cowboys won 37-34 to against the Giants. Uh, Cardinals had their get-right game. You know, they look more like the team we saw in weeks one and two. Uh, even if it was against the Jets, you know, it's good to see Kyler Murray play a lot better. And um, just in all three phases of the game, you know, they looked a lot better. Uh, Cowboys... Big story is they lose Dak Prescott for the season. Um, saw that injury live, and once was enough for me, you know. Uh, really feel bad for Dak. Um, hopefully, speedy recovery, and he'll get his big contract when he gets back and is healthy. Um, Andy Dalton, very capable backup. That's why the Cowboys brought him in. Um, I still think the Cowboys have a shot at the playoffs because, you know, they play in the NFC East, and I think it's really only going to take about seven wins to win that division. So, um, unfortunately for the Cowboys, uh, without Dak, it kind of 
basically took any shot for them being a real threat in the NFC. So what I'm looking for in this game is can the Cowboys defense slow down the Cardinals at all? Um, show any resistance. You know, they didn't really look much better against the Giants last week, but they did caught a turnover and brought it back for a touchdown. So they did make an impact in the game. Um, and how does the offense change with uh, Dalton back there instead of Prescott? Um, you know, is that going to he, he has a lot of weapons around him. I do think they need to go more to a running attack and rely heavily on that offensive line. And then when I look at the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, he needs to show more consistency. Really good weeks one and two, bad week three and four, and then had a good game in week five. So, you know, they're playing against a very poor Cowboys defense. I think this is a game that Murray needs to show out and, you know, show that he is that franchise quarterback. Um, I definitely expect him to have a big game this week. So overall, I have the Cardinals winning 34-24 to and covering the one-and-a-half point spread on the road. Well, that wraps up my picks for week six. Let's go ahead and dive into my parlay for this week. Before we do that, let's go ahead and recap my week five bets. Uh, you know, I had a big bet of the Chiefs over the Raiders um, by 12. And the Chiefs, not only did they not cover it, they did not win the football game. Uh, Raiders really went in there and outplayed them. And I think the lack of focus from the Chiefs really cost them. Uh, however, I did win my three-game parlay. So with all that, I did... Uh, come up even. Um, I didn't win any money, but I didn't lose any money. So not a completely disappointing week, but you know, could have been better. Uh, my parlay for this week, I decided to go with a four game parlay since I won my three game last week. First one is I have the Vikings winning by more than four over the Falcons. Uh, Vikings are playing a lot better football, a lot better than they were at the beginning of the season. And the Falcons are still a mess. You know, they lost their GM, lost their coach. Uh, I don't think they got any better just because of that. So my next one, uh, I have the Titans winning by more than three and a half points over the Texans. Titans are just playing really good football right now. Yeah, I know the Texans won last week. They won their first game. They're not as bad as their record. Um, but until the Titans show me something else, uh, tough to bet against them. Dolphins, I have them winning by more than nine and a half points over the Jets. Uh, this one's really simple. Bet against the Jets until they show you otherwise. Um, you know, they're not a good football team. Uh, like I said earlier, I expect Adam Gaze to be fired in the next couple weeks. Uh, would not be shocked by it all with that. Um, and then my last one, I have the Packers beating the Bucks by more than one point. Um, I really think the spread could be more in this game. I think there's just a lot of questions with the Bucks. Um, you know, are there two star receivers going to play? Uh, which defense is going to show up? You know, there's like I said, there's a lot of question marks with them. When when the Bucks are on, you know, they're a really good football team. Um, but I have a lot more faith in the Packers right now. Offense is playing really well, and uh, so is that defensive line. And then I was going to go with a five-game parlay. Um, I really like the Cardinals uh, as one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Cowboys. Um, but the last two times I bet on the Cardinals, they screwed up my parlay. So I did the smarter thing, and I did not go with that. Um, so I have a just a $20 bet on this parlay, playing it safe. Um, you know, really want to get on a roll before I start betting bigger money. Um, but if I do win it, uh, come up with 240 bucks, not a, you know, not a bad wager. Um, yeah, so that wraps up, uh, week six. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Y'all enjoy, uh, week six, uh, this weekend, and I will see you next week on the podcast. All right. Bye guys.